This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to It's a Crime. I'm Linda. And today we're going to be talking about Tisha's little trips out of town and also her tall tales. And since Gannon is still missing, this is why I chose this topic to cover first. And down the road, I'll get into some of her other stuff. Hopefully the affidavit will be released soon and we can dive more into it. Although I don't think we're going to like what we see. Now, if you'd like to see more of my videos and be part of the It's a Crime community, please consider subscribing and hit that notification bell so you can be notified of my next upcoming videos. Please also share this video where you can and hit the like button if you support it. With that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so let's talk briefly about the week before Gannon went missing because I have some new information that you may or may not have seen. This will shed a little bit of light into Tisha's frame of mind. Now, the Wednesday before Gannon went missing, which is January the 22nd, Tisha had actually an orientation at a school for a new job. It's called Mountain Ridge Middle School and is about 30, 33 minutes away from where Tisha lived. And what was described as orientation was she had meetings with teachers and admins and quote unquote was around children on campus. Now, by January 24th, which was two days later on that Friday, she was actually advised that she was no longer employed due to her inconsistencies with her employment application. It says Academy District 20 rescinded her employment after finding inconsistencies in her employment application. And this was directly from a spokeswoman whose name is Allison Cortez. So by Friday, Tisha got the boot. Now, this is important to me for a couple of reasons. She's most likely pretty angry that she got fired. She started orientation on Wednesday, she got a new job, and by Friday, she's no longer there. So she's probably miffed. And how is she going to explain that one to Elle? And you and I both know that Gannon had a pretty rough weekend before the obvious. So I'm going to safely say she took her anger out on Gannon in my opinion. So the school actually talked about the inconsistencies and the background check that was done. And here's what they said. When any employee is hired in Academy District 20, we conduct a full background check, including a Colorado Bureau of Investigation review, which revealed Ms. Stelk was eligible for hire. Additional due diligence and reference checks revealed inconsistent information, AKA she lied. So she's probably not going to be in the best of moods when she's notified that she was fired. And of course, in true Tisha style, it won't be her fault because nothing is. So who's she blaming on that one now? I think we have a hunch. So now let's fast forward from that Friday to the Monday. Surveillance shows 
that Tisha and Gannon had left the house that morning and Tisha returns without Gannon. In previous statements and posts, Tisha says that she did in fact come home with Gannon and that he got out on the other side of the truck. And she also added that authorities can easily prove it. Then in her most recent interview, she states that there must be something wrong and Roderick, who is the neighbor with the surveillance video, she says that he must have had things wrong because her daughter Harley came home that day at 4.38 p.m. and was parked in the driveway and now she says this is impossible because my truck and Harley's car can't be parked at the same time. Okay, Tisha, it's called timestamps and dates, but good one. So she leaves the driveway at around 10.20 a.m. after she loads up Gannon and herself and leaves the driveway. Now she's reported being seen at Petco by 11 a.m. and checking out with her buy two get one free dog coats. She was also reported being sketchy going back and forth to the window and looking out. So like I mentioned in previous videos, she has one hour to go out of town and one hour to get back. So she could be seen at Petco by 1 p.m. And that's exactly what she did. And here's what the radius looks like. Only we know that she went north that day. Okay, so next, here's what she mentions in the Crime Online interview of her travels that day. And here's where the patterns come. And I'm going to read it word for word. Tisha Stokes said she drove her husband's truck on January 27th as a way to cut down on mileage of her own vehicle. She explained that her car was leased and she would have to pay a fee or have to buy the car outright if she went over certain miles each month. So she justifies why she chose Al's truck to drive. But the question is, why did she need to drive Al's truck, right? What did she need to justify? Back to the article. She also said she needed the room in the back of the truck to bring used sports equipment to play it again sports, a sporting goods store that buys and sells new and used sporting goods. So here's another justification. She brings up the back of the truck. So in her mind, she justifies, here's why I have to mention the sports equipment in the back of the truck, because I have something in the back of my truck and need to justify it. Could that be something that we saw bounce in the back of the truck. Here's a little video clip where you can see the back of the truck. I did it in my driveway video, but you can see something bounce in the back of that truck bed. Now, as she goes off this driveway, there's something that bounces in the back and I will repeat that. Here it is again. She goes off of it and right there, it, it bounces but there is something that definitely bounces in the back. I don't know what it is, it's hard to make out. And we know Tisha was scrambling all over the place, trying to find answers to what people were saying so she could have the backup of a backup and create her alibi and her excuses. Sorry, her reasons for doing what she was doing. Next, the Crime Online interview says, Stokes said she planned to shop for hockey equipment for Gannon since it was the only sport he had shown interest in. Now this could be two things. She's justifying why she's going to the store or she bought something at this store. And this worries me because right away I think, did she buy a hockey bag? I'm just saying. And side note, yay Gannon for hockey, I'm Canadian. Canadians love hockey. <laughs> now when I look on the map, there actually is two played against sports. 
in Colorado Springs. Only one of them is actually 14 minutes away from where the Petco is, so it's fairly close. There is also one in Castle Rock. And it's a little bit confusing the way it's worded in the online article because it's not clear if she went to play it again sports in Colorado Springs or if she was going to, to Castle Rock because it does say they later went to Castle Rock to find a new bicycle for Al Stoke who was out of town working at the time. So at first I thought it meant Castle Rock with play it again sports but it almost sounds like Colorado Springs first and then she went to Castle Rock. Okay, so the next tall tale. Stoke admitted that she left her phone at home on January 27th, but said she had an Apple smartwatch on the entire time, which can easily track her whereabouts. So she conveniently left her phone at home. Here's where I have some questions. She said she took a selfie that day in the truck, right? How could you take a selfie if you don't have your phone? Because according to Tisha, she always takes selfies when they're out and about, especially to send to Al. But Tisha, you conveniently left your phone at home. Like you conveniently accidentally recorded Gannon that night. And so if we think about this, it was Monday, Monday, January 27th. That was a school day. Technically, Al might not have known that Tisha got fired. So Tisha should have been at school, just like Gannon should have been at school. So I doubt she was going to take a selfie and send it to Al. Because maybe Al didn't know that Gannon was sick and that Tisha was fired. So she could have conveniently left her phone at home so it doesn't track GPS. And also so she doesn't have to face Al as to why she's not in school or Gannon. Double duty. Now on to the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch cannot have GPS on it, from my understanding, if the phone's at home. So why deliberately your f leave your phone home and not your Apple Watch? I'll tell you why. As I said in my driveway, she was on a schedule that day. Everything was timed, in my opinion. Left the house at 10.15. Had to be at Petco by 11 had the hour to go to Douglas County, the hour to come back, be on camera by 1 p.m., be home by 2.15 p.m., Lena comes home by 3.15 p.m., Harley comes home by 4.40 p.m. But how do you keep track of time that day? By your Apple Watch. Because she needed a timer that day. On everything. Ding, check out of the store. Ding, go to Douglas County. Ding, come back. Ding, gotta go to Petco. Ding. She was on a mission. Now, Crime Online states that Tisha explained her whereabouts may seem confusing because she took the back roads that morning because there had been a wreck. Had there been? I'm still working on that, and I will let you know soon. If you have information on how I can find that, please let me know in the comments below. I'd be very, very grateful. Now, she said at one point she got lost and had to turn around. This one sentence, I think, is very, very super important. If you are Tisha and you have to have a rebuttal for everything and a reason why you do the things you do, this is where she has to justify why she went somewhere and turned around. 
because otherwise people are going to look at that like, well, that's weird. She went only here and then turned around. Why? Because maybe that's where she put him. So if you get lost, you probably have to stop for a few minutes and figure out your bearings where you are, right? Or you just turn around and go back to where you came from so you can find out. Why else would you do that? And she's on a time crunch. I told you guys I'm going to rip this apart. She also said she took exit 163 off Highway 105, but did not remember the exact time. Or did you? But see, exit 103 is actually off I-25. I thought at first it was off that 105 to go onto the County Line Road, and I'll show you what I mean. But according to my research, it's actually exit 63 goes off from I-25, and you go on the off-ramp. And BS, you don't remember what time it is because you're on a timer. And you don't want them to figure out where you went or when you went because maybe that's the spot you're hiding, something or someone. So then I took a little Google Map drive. I went off that off-ramp on 163 and then I turned off west onto County Line Road. And I just searched a little bit around there what's going on that leads you to Palmer Lake one thing I did notice in Palmer Lake and my heart just sank is I zoomed into a sign where it says Palmer Lake but above it it says almost heaven and my heart just sank so I'm gonna show you her full route you can see from the Petco that she goes up towards that I-25 and then she turns off on the County Lydon Road she ends up in Palmer Lake, but then she has to go north again if, in fact, she headed to Castle Rock, which we believe she did. And interesting enough, that's 53 minutes from Petco to Castle Rock. Ding! Now, she either mentions Castle Rock because she actually went there, or she mentions it because it looks odd for her to travel where she did without an alibi. Here's a close-up. You can see right here that I'm showing the County Leiden Road, and then she gets to this little intersection and then she has to go up to head towards Castle Rock. If we look at the official searches of where the authorities looked, you can see that they're finding evidence on these roads, except the evidence that they did found was just north of Palmer Lake on South Perry Park Road. Right there you can see where the S-curve is. They were on the west side of the road, so I'm wondering if this is on her way back from Castle Rock heading towards Petco. Now the other location they searched was Greenland Acres Road and No Road. According to Crime Online, it talks about Al asking Tisha about a 2x4 piece of wood and Gannon's sock being found in a wooded area in Douglas County. And when I look at that map, I'm wondering if they were talking about that wooded area being at No Road, because here's the map again, and you can see a wooded area. This would match her route towards Castle Rock. But here's her excuse. Stoke added that her husband told her that Gannon's sock and a bloody 2x4 board were found in the woods near Douglas County. Stoke explained that her family frequently loaded up boards they didn't need from their garage into the pickup truck, leftovers from her husband's woodworking hobby. She claimed that there had been several accidents in the garage which could have easily accounted for a bloodied board. 
When asked how the board would have ended up in the woods, Stokes said that things have flown out of the back of the truck before while she was driving. She said the same thing could have happened to the board or Gannon's sock. When questioned whether law enforcement specifically told her about the wood or a sock, Stokes said, law enforcement have not said one word to me, have not called me. So that is her justification of why they're finding Gannon's sock and a bloodied wooden board that had to fly out of the truck and it had blood on it because people do woodworking in the garage. So now I'm gonna talk about after 1 p.m. So she goes to Petco and then from 1 p.m. she has till 2.15 p.m. to get home. Here's another concern. It takes about a half an hour to get from Petco to Mandan Drive. Only she has one hour and 15 minutes to get home. So she has 45 minutes unaccounted for or possibly a half an hour. So that makes me want to make another radius. So now we know she gets home by that 2.15, Gannon is not with her. And Roderick Drayton confirms that. In fact, he just did a recent interview and I'm gonna read what he said. He said, on Sunday, he looked fine. He was running around playing with his sister. On Monday, he looked drugged, he looked sick, he could barely walk. And Tisha accused him of being paid for this footage. And this is what he said. Nobody offered me any money. I didn't release the tapes. News media released it. They were told not to, but they released it. I guess she didn't realize that I had a camera, but the FBI came and recorded the footage, I guess from Saturday until that whole week. So they know everything she's done from that Saturday until the following Saturday. That piece, that sentence right there is huge. So they know everything she done from that Saturday until the following Saturday. So I'm betting there's a whole lot of footage with a whole lot of stuff on it. And as I touched on earlier about how she said that the two vehicles couldn't be there because Harley's was there, this is what she said. We both couldn't have parked there, Stouk said. Something is not right. I even helped my stepdaughter get the bike out of the garage and then her and my teen daughter went to Dollar Tree. Truck was on the road then. No, it wasn't. So now, Lena comes home after school, Harley comes home, and they both haven't seen Gannon because apparently he ran away. They go to the dollar store, wonder what she does for that amount of time. He then gets reported missing, and cops come and check. She has to stay home because she has kids to look after, and now she's concocting a whole, whole story all night. She has enough hours anyways to figure out what she's going to do the next day. So what does she do? She rents a car. She texts at 6.30 in the morning, hey, I'm going to go with the neighbors and go look. But she doesn't go with the neighbors. I wish it was only the one day that they had to investigate. But unfortunately, she had the opportunity for the whole entire next day because he was reported as a missing child. She is a master manipulator and in true master manipulation style, she had to go to rent a car to cover up her tracks. So what does she do? She says she is going with the neighbors to do searches, but she goes and rents a vehicle at Colorado Springs Airport. Granted, Al is coming in that day and landing at Colorado Springs, and Tisha's going to pick him up. Only his flight landed around 12 p.m. that day. But Tisha rents the car at 8.50 a.m., so she has a good three hours before Al lands. 
So that gives her a good amount of time to go back to Douglas County, do a few things, and then come back, in my opinion. She's going back to the scene of the crime. She's doing what she needs to do to cover it up. She goes back to pick up Al, and then they go home, and Al needs to go talk to the authorities. Tisha has time now from that Tuesday afternoon till Wednesday, till the time she brings it back, which is 28 and a half hours from morning to then to do what she wants to do. There's been numerous stories. You can see my video on the actual rental car. Actually, I have two videos on the rental car. But math is math. And people are saying that was a typo. That was only 95 miles she driven. Let's see the receipt. Because at minimum, she used a tank of gas because she returns it on empty. So one full tank of gas is at least 330 miles put on that car. Now, at the extreme end, she used 955 miles also as reported on the budget rental receipt. You'd think if it was wrong, she'd actually correct crime online that it was wrong, but she didn't. And she has a rebuttal for everything, right? She has a rebuttal with a rebuttal. So I'm going to go with that's correct. And math is math. So I'll give you a couple scenarios. We'll do the 95 mile radius. We'll also do the 333 mile radius. And we'll also do the 955 mile radius. Now that's a lot. I don't disagree. But it's possible. And she had 28 and a half hours with that vehicle. I'd like to know where she did gas up if she used three tanks of gas. I think that's the loaded question we all want to know. So stay tuned. We'll do another deep dive into that. Now, in her interview, this is important to bring up because she said, people keep saying that I've disappeared. I have not disappeared. Something along that lines. Let's have a listen. You've been a part of the investigation since the very first time. You were the last person to see him. Is that right? Correct. Uh, what, what did you see when you last saw him? Well, I'm not allowed to talk about anything with the case. I would more so be willing to talk about how the community needs to have faith and continue to work together and not make these false accusations, like the things that have been said that I've disappeared from the community. I haven't been there to help, but there's lots of reasons behind that. Well, that corroborates with her being gone and not participating in any searches and neighbors were actually upset that she wasn't participating in any searches. So if you are innocent, let's presume her innocence, if you are innocent, then why are you renting a vehicle and driving all over God's green earth? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That isn't even near where an 11-year-old could get to in a 24-hour period, running away on foot. And a foot that's injured. And he had a stomach ache. How far can you go? And if you're going door-to-door -door like you said you would 
for the purpose of this vehicle, then you wouldn't be called disappeared, right? Then you wouldn't say you disappeared. You would actually say, yeah, I was door to door, go check your door cameras. And as for the gas, I wonder if she actually gassed up out of town so that people in town wouldn't see her gas up because they would figure she stayed in town. Now, a lot of people also commented on the call that was leaked back from February 16th. It was just leaked, but the call was made on that date. And I did have a listen, and one thing that really struck me was how she was talking about how there should have been ransom money. I did not like that she said that. I'm not going to pick that call apart because I would like to do a deeper dive into that. But from that, for sure, what I heard was there should be ransom money. So I don't know if that was one of her motivations to get money because now she wasn't having any. The other thing that was brought up was her profile pic and how she had it of Gannon with the little video waving bye to the camera. And even at the time that was done, Lannon was very upset at that and said, take it down. And a lot of people were really mad because it was him waving goodbye. So she was talking in the phone call that she's not even going to get into that. She should be able to do that. Like that is a petty, I think she called it. But in another post or an article, I got to remember where the source was, but it was from her, but she said her Facebook has been hacked. So which is it? You said you in the phone call that you chose that profile picture and you're not going to change it. In the other breath, you're saying that your Facebook was hacked. So which one is it? And knowing what we know, that makes me absolutely livid about that little video of Gannon. The whole thing makes me livid. So the question remains, where the heck did this woman go on her little Bonnie and Clyde adventure? Hopefully, we all can get to the bottom of this. Let's have a chit chat below. You tell me your thoughts on her little travels. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you give it a like and share it where you can. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.